You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Sponsored by rockauto.com, amazing deals on with low prices on all the parts you'll ever need at rockauto.com. So many good things about Rock Auto, I keep forgetting. Um, I'm your host, E.J. Andrews of jasonthecouch.com, here with you on another weekend. I swear, we're going to push more into weekdays now that the season is starting to ramp up. But this week has just been kind of spiraling let's say that just um it's been tough so thank y'all for sticking with and and keeping up with the podcast um these are all going to be real live from now on um uh, as twitter followers may have seen we are uh concluding the blue jay sim where it is i'll probably do like a wrap-up episode or something um just uh, crystallizing my thoughts on that. So look for that probably tomorrow. Um, however, on today's episode, I want to talk about some injury woes that have already started to pop up for the Blue Jays. And uh, one, obviously a little more concerning than the others, but we will get to that in the second half of the podcast. I want to start with the first one, the one that happened earlier this week. And that was the report that Chase Anderson is day-to-day with an oblique strain. And Chase Anderson's not a guy who's really been known for injury woes, but there is a reason why his stamina levels haven't been great in recent uh, seasons, just, you know, we've mentioned on this podcast before his inability to finish more than six innings in a start last season for Milwaukee. And you had to wonder what that really meant for his time in Toronto, how the Blue Jays were actually going to handle it. And like the Blue Jays do have length in the bullpen if needed, um, if Shin Yamaguchi doesn't win a rotation spot, he's going to be stretched out. Wilmer Font has the ability to do two innings. Sam Gavilio has the ability to do two innings. Jordan Romano's a former starter. There, there were lots of options to cover up a potential lack of innings if needed from that Blue Jays bullpen. But obviously, we'd like to go into a season with a full complement of players. And having Chase Anderson deal with this oblique strain is a little concerning for a team that's depending on a lot more stability from its rotation. I mean, it's it's why they sent Chad Spanberger off to Milwaukee to get Chase Anderson. And yeah, that's, that's the name. Just in case you forget, that was like, what, half a year ago? Feels like a decade ago that Chad Spanberger was sent. But yeah, obviously this is a contingency plan that the Blue Jays um, had kind of banked on um, with Anderson being in the fold. And as we talked about before with Hyunjin Ryu, Matt Shoemaker, um, 
and to a lesser extent, Ryan Barecki, all in the rotation mix. They needed a lot of arms just to make sure that depth was there. So they are very well prepared to uh, handle an absence from Chase Anderson if it comes to that. Trent Thornton's already been named a number five starter. He would move up to a number four, I would think. And then one of these other names who were potentially ticketed for the bullpen, maybe Shun Yamaguchi, maybe Ryan Baraki, maybe Anthony Kay, maybe Thomas Hatch, who's been getting a lot of attention in camp uh, since he's been added on. And, and you know, there there are plenty of options that won't really hurt the Blue Jays if needed. That's that's the thing. As um, as I mentioned on the Toronto Roundtable, which if you check that out with Locked On Raptors host Sean Woodley and Locked On Leafs host uh, Mike DiStefano, definitely worth it. I talked a lot of Blue Jays, so, you know, your girl got the goods in. So, um, yeah, it's it's not... Uh, a matter of, you know, having to resort to those Edwin Jacksons or those Ryan Furibans or, you know, bringing up uh, a TJ Zoic that may not be ready. They, they do have options. They do have guys they can throw in there. So the loss of Anderson, while annoying, isn't as big a blow as it would have been, say, last year when the Blue Jays lost Clay Buckles and Clayton Richard. Obviously not really missed now, but it it's a similar deal. Their Blue Jays have more depth now from their starting spot. They can move forward and hopefully, you know, whether this and if Chase comes back, if the oblique is fine, that's great. But it's not a priority to rush him back. And that's that's a nice little luxury to have for the Blue Jays. Um Another nice little luxury is the ability to go to rockauto.com and get whatever part you need for your car at as easy as snapping your fingers. Uh, rockauto.com is a family-owned business, been operating for over 20 years. They have one of the easiest to navigate websites for parts buyers on the web. You can just search your brand, search your model, and it's totally comprehensive website will be able to guide you to the parts you are going to need whether it's an engine module or a carburetor I'm, I'm sure that's a car part <laughs> or if you just need like windshield wipers or or carpets they have everything for for classic cars for you know your regular everyday junkers they'll deliver it directly to your door and their prices are reliably low. It doesn't matter if you're a professional mechanic or just uh, a person puttering around their garage. You'll get the exact same price for the parts you need at rockauto.com. So check them out. See what's available. And when they ask how you heard about them, right locked on in their box. So, you know, we get a little credit and everyone gets to feel better. So remember, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts you'll ever need at rockauto.com. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. 
I, I don't I don't know why I announced that. I mean, I'm still here. You're still clearly seeing that this is the middle of the podcast. So I don't know why I keep doing that, but I guess it's just comfy. Who knows? Um, I'll tell you who's not feeling comfy right now, and that's Lourdes Gurriel Jr. And that is a bit more of a problem for the Blue Jays than potentially losing Chase Anderson. Um, it's been reported uh, that Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is dealing with side discomfort, which when you're a person who has to swing from side to side to move about around, that's a bit worrying because a lot of uh, Unito's pluses relate to his ability with the bat. And not only that, it, it takes out basically the surest thing that the Blue Jays have in the outfield if Griel is forced to miss time uh, with this ailment. And we've said before that the the outfield is in such a state of flux that they are, you know, trying to figure out just where they stand with some of their players this season and trying to make decisions on whether or not they have to go out and find replacement players in the offseason, which, I mean, the outfield market's pretty weak, but there are always trades that can be made, especially uh, by a Blue Jays side that is carrying a very deep uh, prospect pool right now, so they can deal if need be. But still, uh, seeing the Pena Power leave on Friday night, it, it does cause concern. Because, again, Gurriel was basically written in in pen in left field. Randall Gretchik was written in in pencil in center field with the ability to hopefully move him over to right field if someone emerged in center. If Anthony Alford was able to put something together. Um, It will be very difficult to see that happening, especially if Lourdes misses time and has to start the season on the I.L., like Chase Anderson. That means that both Derek Fisher and Teoscar Hernandez are likely going to be playing at the same time. Or one of them will be in left field, Gritchick will be right, and you'll see Anthony Alford or Jonathan Davis in center field. And obviously that's not the optimal lineup for the Blue Jays. If they're going to be experimenting, they only really want one position in flux, which they kind of had. It would have been that right field spot with Hernandez and Fisher likely platooning and again, Alfred coming into center field, Davis coming into center field to spell Gritchick and, and maybe let him DH for a day or two. Losing Guriel just throws all that out the window. And, you know, obviously, obviously just side discomfort isn't a full medical diagnosis. We don't really know if it's a lat strain or, or just a, an abdominal strain, whatever it could be. And that will determine what the Blue Jays ultimately have to do. But it's still just, it's an unnecessary monkey wrench at this point in the season, especially where the Blue Jays are getting so close to returning to the field. It's less than a week away now. Um, They have the two exhibition games in Boston, and then they'll go right at it against the Rays. So there's not a lot of time to figure out what the solution would be. 
for the Blue Jays, but obviously it it's something that that again and and not just the not just the off outfield set. Guriel's been one of their most consistent like regular hitters, like like being able to get on base, like being able to to get those singles and doubles that elude a lot of Blue Jays batters that have shown up in the previous couple of years. Not having that consistent on base presence makes it so much more difficult for those home runs to matter. You can hit five solo shots and still lose seven five because you weren't able to get the runners on base to make those home runs pay. And that's been the Blue Jays' problem for much of the past two seasons. Not having Guriel potentially in that early order slot, being able to get on base for a Randall Gritchuk, for a Travis Shaw, for a Rowdy Telez, just means that the Blue Jays are going to be straining themselves to find more offense, and that's not a key to success. So, hopefully... Um, this is just the pains of, you know, trying to work out the body following a lengthy break. And Lourdes will be fine enough to go on opening day. I mean, I know, I know it's, it's weird to say opening day right now. I mean, again, usually we're coming out of the all-star break and, and, and trying to gear up for the second half of the season and... This is this is where we're at now, and and a slow start for the Blue Jays can doom them immediately. I mean, I I went on the record. I said they could win thirty two of sixty games. They could finish above five hundred. And Guriel's a big part of that prediction. He needed he needs to be in the lineup in order to get to that point. Because if you're making me rely on Derek Fisher for a good chunk of the season to get that win total, I. Gotta tell you, you're gonna be disappointed. Sorry. Just prove me wrong, Derek. Prove me wrong. That's all I'm asking. Anyway, that will bring this episode of Locked on Blue Jays to a close. Just a reminder that you can subscribe to the podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever you use to get your podcast. You can subscribe to Locked on Blue Jays to make sure you don't miss an episode. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. All episodes will be posted there. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of them. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, there will be a lot less in baseball talk, but more of my usual just, you know, shenanigans and, and responding to people. So if you're a fan of that, follow me at A underscore J underscore Andrews on Twitter. The underscores are there because, of course, Twitter is dumb. Universal maxim. Another universal maxim. Telling your smart device, hey, smart device, play locked on MLB. Don't know why that's a maxim, but if you say that to your smart device, whatever its name may be, you will get the latest Locked on MLB episode with Sully, and you know he's chomping at the bit with baseball coming back. He's ready to go. I, we, we share similar doubts on how well MLB will actually pull this off, but he's ready to go. He's ready to talk baseball. So we will do that and be back 
with another episode on Sunday, probably two episodes. I got a couple things I can talk about. So hope you enjoyed this one. Hope you enjoyed the Toronto Roundtable and we will be talking tomorrow. So until then, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at GSRunnerCatch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.